This podcast is proud to be part of the Blueberry Network. That's blueberry with no E's dot com. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire, and you're listening to Transpersonal Radio with Angela Lynn Gibson. Remember, your thoughts upload your reality. Think wisely and always prepare to ignite. Welcome. Welcome to Transpersonal Radio. Transpersonalradio.com. Real talk for real life. Inspiring podcasts. Exploring personal empowerment. empowerment. And transformation. Through parapsychology, spirituality, and how your thoughts upload. upload your reality. And now your host, Angela. Angela L. Gibson. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash transpersonal radio. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. This is Angela Gibson, and welcome to my podcast. There was a New York Times article published on September 14th of this year, 2010, entitled Woody Allen on Faith, Fortune Tellers, and New York. One of my favorite parts of the interview, the question was, how do you feel about the aging process? And Woody Allen answers, well, I'm against it. I think it has nothing to recommend it. You don't gain any wisdom as the years go by. You fall apart is what happens. People try and put a nice varnish on it and say, well, you mellow. You come to understand life and accept things. But you'd trade all of that for being 35 again. I've experienced that thing where you wake up in the middle of the night and you start to think about your own mortality and envision it, and it gives you a little shiver. That's what happens to Anthony Hopkins at the beginning of the movie. And from then on in, he did not want to hear from his more realistic wife. Oh, you can't keep doing that. You're not young anymore. Yes, she's right, but nobody wants to hear that. (laughs) Yes, so true, so true. And those of us who continue through the aging process can relate to that. Also, he said in the interview, To me, Mr. Allen said, There's no real difference between a fortune teller or a fortune cookie and any of the organized religions. They're all equally valid, or invalid, really, and equally helpful. So, that, I guess, wraps up the dilemma for most people, and also something I'd like to continue to explore throughout my journeys and my postings and my podcasts with spiritual lucidity. Anyway, it's a great interview. Go check it out at New York Times. That's nytimes.com. But I'll post the link on my site so you can find it easily. Here's your quote for the day. When we shift our awareness or frequency from self-consciousness, where fear, impossibility, or feelings of separation reside, to cosmic consciousness which is in total harmony with the universe and where none of those feelings exist, then anything is possible. Rhonda Byrne So today I want to talk about the practice of yoga, specifically transforming self through the Yoga Sutras. 
One of the things that I struggled with when I was interested in beginning or learning about yoga was, should I do solo practice? Should I take a class? Should it be indoor? Should it be out? Ultimately, for me, a yoga class on the beach would be ideal, but those of you who know me know that anything on the beach, if it's the beach, I'm there. <laughs> so that, uh, no, that, that should come as no surprise to most of you. But in the meantime, since I'm not near the ocean, I go to an indoor yoga class three times a week. In the past, I have done solo yoga, and when doing solo yoga, I've been using Rodney Yee's DVDs from Gaim. I have Yee's Total Body Yoga for Beginners, Yoga for Back Care, that's critical for me, and Power Yoga, Strength and Flexibility. I like the DVDs, and I still use them on occasion, but I found the energy of a class is so much more rewarding than solo. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but... Um, I do still use the DVDs, and I will still do solo practice if for some reason I can't get out or there's something going on. But I really prefer the energy of a class. I really prefer that engagement of all the people involved during yoga practice. I've tried Bikram yoga, but I hated it because of the high temperatures. And by the way... It's a myth that there's any beneficial type of detoxification that happens with this type of yoga. There are no toxins contained in sweat, merely water and trace amounts of salt, urea, proteins, and carbohydrates. The purpose of sweat is to cool an overheating body. Think about that for a minute. Why would you purposely put more strain on the body to try to maintain homeostasis by exercising in heat and increasing core body temperature? That's just asking for trouble. It's important to understand that detoxification occurs in the liver. Waste is filtered by the kidneys, and some gaseous toxins are secreted through the lungs via respiration. Toxins and metabolic wastes are excreted through the excretory system and the digestive system. No extra heat needed. <laughs> Promise. In fact, exercising in high temperatures can be very dangerous, especially for people with high blood pressure, heart problems, or other health issues. At the very least, exercising in high temperatures can lead to heat exhaustion or even heat stroke, which is a life-threatening condition. Okay, that's my PSA for the day. I'm, I'm moving on. For now, I've settled into a routine of Hatha Yoga or Hatha Vidya and Vinyasa Yoga that works well for me. Although I'm beginning to think that three times per week is not enough, so I may have to supplement those classes at another location. The yoga classes I attend tend to lean more toward mostly the physical or asana aspect of yoga, with gentle reminders to pay attention to pranayama, but it's not a true yoga practice in the strictest sense of the meaning. Even though my instructor has a wonderful energy and a perfectly soothing voice for recitation throughout the hour-long class, I'm left to my own devices to supplement my yoga practice to truly implement a full study in daily life. However, as I continue on my journey of seeking truth and connecting with Source, I know yoga will be an integral part of my transformation, as will meditation, but I'll address that in other posts and other podcasts. I currently supplement my yoga practice with time on the treadmill, push-ups, sit-ups, and swimming. Eventually, I hope to advance to Ashtanga Yoga, which is much more physically challenging. It's an advanced yoga that requires stricter discipline in practice. I'm also interested in learning about yoga retreats. 
I recently learned that the Ocean Beach Namaste Yoga Center has held yoga retreats in Costa Rica, Mexico, and Sierra Nevadas. That's intriguing for sure. Come to think of it, so is yoga in Maui with Rodney Yee. And again, there's that ocean theme. I just got back from Ocean Beach a couple weeks ago, and wow, did I fall in love. And I'm talking about Ocean Beach San Diego. Uh, I also learned recently that there's an ocean beach in San Francisco, but I'm talking about Southern California, Ocean Beach, uh, right outside of San Diego. We stayed there for about a week and had a place right on the beach. And oh my goodness, what a wonderful place. Oh yeah, I could definitely see myself having morning sun salutations out there right at the beach and, and doing my daily yoga practice with the ocean in the background. Oh, someday. So what about you? How long have you been practicing yoga? Do you prefer solo or class practice? How often do you practice yoga? And what type of yoga do you practice? Have you ever been to a yoga retreat? If so, I would love to hear about your experiences because I am seriously interested in doing that. And I would love to hear about yoga retreats that you've gone to that you just absolutely say you have to go do this, absolutely have to try it. That's what I want to hear about. So let me know. Do you start each morning with sun salutations? Do you supplement your yoga practice with types of workouts? Have you seen improvements in your overall physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being as a result of practicing yoga? Please feel free to comment and share your personal experiences with yoga practice and how this practice has enhanced your life because this is an area for me that I have found to be extremely beneficial, yet I have so much more room to grow and learn. So any of you out there who have been lifelong yoga practitioners or years-long yoga practitioners, please share your experiences with me and let me know what you think. You can reach me at my website um, at spirituallucidity.com. You can email me at Angela at spirituallucidity.com. Or if it's easier for you to remember, just go to myspiritjourney.com. That's myspiritjourney.com. Or email me at Angela at myspiritjourney.com. And that will forward through to Spiritual Lucidity. So again, I have found personally for me that yoga has really made a tremendous difference in my life, both spiritually, mentally, and physically, uh, especially recovering from back injury. I found that yoga has provided me a method to um, experience strength and stretching in a way that doesn't further damage my spine. And I have to admit that prior to actually practicing yoga and not really knowing much about it, uh, being more in the traditional exercise regime of push-ups and sit-ups and running and mountain climbers and burpees and all of these uh, crazy workout things, I kind of looked at yoga as um, not very serious or um, strenuous practice. So that just shows you how ignorant I was in my understanding of yoga because let me tell you, <laughs> there are some times that I come out of yoga class and I feel worked over. And uh, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's a wonderful practice. It's a wonderful meditation practice. It's a wonderful physical practice, spiritual practice. And I hope to continue to grow and improve in my yoga sutras. I am certain that I will be continuing to explore and share with you 
different experiences as I move along my path with yoga. And please, again, I would ask that any of you who would like to share about your yoga experiences with me do so because I would love to hear from you. And in the meantime, please uh, do try to catch my upcoming podcasts. I'll be having some guests and interviewing them on different topics. Uh, Upcoming, I hope to be talking to John Winger. We'll be going over the uh, Druid faith and uh, several other interesting topics. And I hope to have also another guest speaker who is currently offering a class in energetics and healing by focusing and paying attention to past and what we need to do to heal from past and move on to have a more fulfilling present. So again, feel free to join me at my in my future podcast. You can also visit my blog and I hope to hear from any of you again who would like to share your experiences with me and not just about yoga. Please feel free to share about anything you'd like to share. And until then, namaste. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Steve Schoen, an accomplished professional voice actor and audio producer who created my new intro and outro for Transpersonal Radio. Steve is based out of the Sacramento, California area. If you'd like to hire Steve for voiceover work, you can find him at soundsofmyvoice.com. That's sounds with an S, soundsofmyvoice.com. Steve is also an event entertainer and wedding DJ. If you want to liven up your event with a truly talented and fun personality, check out sacramentoweddingdj.com. You can also find Steve on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash steve.shown. That's S-C-H-O-N. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Trans Transpersonal Radio. If you'd like to suggest a future future topic or be a guest, visit transpersonalradio.com. Call the hotline at 619-800-6057 or like our page, facebook.com slash transpersonalradio.